Hello, this is Gulmeher from Newsonly.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 17th of October. The Supreme Court today ruled against providing constitutional validity to same-sex marriages. It said the responsibility of formulating a legislation was on the Parliament. In the top court, a constitution bench of five judges led by Chief Justice Devi Chandrachur issued a verdict with a 3-2 division. While activists and the LGBTQIA community had been optimistic about a favourable outcome, a section of people believed that legalising same-sex marriage would disrupt the social fabric of the country. During the hearing, the central government said that legal recognition of same-sex marriages would cause complete havoc with the balance of personal laws in India. Meanwhile, Chief Justice Chandrachur said that the court cannot invalidate or modify the Special Marriage Act to encompass same-sex couples within the scope of the 1954 law. He argued that it falls within the purview of Parliament and state legislature to create marriage laws. But he emphasised that the concept of marriage is not fixed and that queer individuals possess an equal right and freedom to enter into a union. The CGI also asked the central and state governments to ensure that the queer community is not discriminated against, ensure no discrimination in access to goods and services, sensitise the public, establish hotline numbers, set up safe houses for the community and ensure intersex children are not forced to undergo operations. Harish Ayer, an LGBTQIA rights activist and one of the petitioners, pointed out that the verdict didn't favour their cause, but the Supreme Court has made several supportive comments regarding the community. In Tamil Nadu's Namakkal district, police arrested a woman in connection with alleged child selling. Balamani was arrested from Kumar Palayam town and was reportedly a part of the network involved in selling infants. The crackdown on the network commenced on 15th of October with the arrest of a doctor at Tiruchin Goru's government hospital, Ianuradha, and her partner, T. Logambal. The duo was reportedly involved in the sale of seven infants. Initially, they were taken into custody for compelling a couple to sell their baby to another couple facing childlessness. Subsequently, the case of six other infants came to light. The doctor's disclosure also led to Balamani's arrest. Anuradha and Logambal have been charged under Sections 120B, 374 of the IPC for criminal conspiracy and trafficking of minors, along with Section 81 and 87 of the Juvenile Justice Care and Protection of Children Act for sale of children and abetment of offence. Sources told the Hindu that a special police team has travelled to Tamil Nadu's Salem and Karur districts to make more arrests in the case. Today, the Enforcement Directorate carried out searches in Jammu and Kashmir in a money laundering case involving an educational trust linked to former BJP minister Chaudhary Lal Singh. Singh left the BJP in 2018 and formed his own party, Dogra Swabhiman Sangathan Party. His wife, Kanta Andotra, is the chairperson of the RB Educational Trust, which is under ED scrutiny over alleged irregularities in land accusations. A former revenue official, S. Ravinder, is also being probed. Criticising the ED action, members of Singh's Dogra Swabhiman Sangatan party staged protests in Katwa, calling the police an attempt to stifle Singh's voice and an assault on the Dogra community. The case was filed in the matter in October 2021. 
the charges against the RB Educational Trust revolve around land acquisitions in violation of the Jammu and Kashmir Agrarian Reforms Act, leading to unwarranted financial gains. The Hindu cited sources in the ED as saying that the trust used the acquired land for operating DPS schools and other commercial activities. The ED conducted searches across eight locations at Kathua in Jammu and Pathan Court in Punjab. Raids were conducted at premises associated with the trust, its chairperson, landowners, power of attorney holders and officials who executed the deeds. Listeners, as you know, Assembly elections are due in five states. The News Minute and News Laundry will join hands to bring you everything you need to know about the upcoming Assembly elections. Do contribute to the NLTNM Election Fund so we can bring you authentic coverage from the ground and not narratives crafted in far-off studios. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Amid escalated Israel-Palestine conflict, a delegation of 16 opposition figures, including lawmakers and politicians, convened with the Palestinian ambassador in New Delhi. They showed their support for the Palestinian people during this crisis and called for heightened international efforts to facilitate a peaceful resolution to the conflict. The delegation members also emphasized the necessity for exerting pressure on Israel to comply with international laws and safeguard the rights and dignity of the Palestinian populace. The indiscriminate bombings in Gaza by Israel were strongly condemned, with the delegation considering them as potential act of genocide. They called for an immediate ceasefire of hostilities to prevent further loss of innocent lives and damage to homes and infrastructure. Additionally, they urged the international community to officially acknowledge the establishment of an independent Palestinian state based on the 1967 borders in line with the UN resolution. They argued that the recognition was a critical step towards achieving a fair and enduring solution to the Israel-Palestinian conflict. Speaking to the Indian Express, BSP MP Kumar Danish Ali, who was a part of the delegation, said they met the Palestinian ambassador to reiterate India's support for Palestine. He said, and I quote, Prime Minister Narendra Modi's social media post had sent a message that entire India was with Israel. That created a confusion. The fact is, India is standing with Palestine, unquote. JDO spokesperson Casey Thiagi, who was also in the delegation, emphasised on the concerns about Israel's actions, particularly in relation to children, the elderly and hospitals. US President Joe Biden is scheduled to visit Israel tomorrow to discuss the country's plans for a ground offensive against the Hamas militants in Gaza. Reportedly, the primary focus of the discussions will be about minimizing civilian casualties during Israel's military operations. Meanwhile, Iran, which backs Palestinian militant group Hamas, reportedly issued its strongest warning hinting at preemptive action against Israel due to its bombing of Gaza. This action could potentially involve Iranian-backed Hezbollah militia in southern Lebanon, which has been engaging in clashes with Israel recently. Palestinian officials reported 49 casualties in Israeli strikes on southern Gaza, including those near the Rafah border crossing. Meanwhile, a 13-year-old British girl who was among those missing during a Hamas attack on Kibbutz Beeri was confirmed dead according to her family. The ongoing conflict has led to over 1,300 deaths in Israel, 
largely due to Hamas attacks, while more than 2,700 people have lost their lives in Israeli airstrikes on Gaza. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.